Yo, 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 everybody. This is Mike and Dave hit the stage. I'm Mike. I'm Dave, and uh, that was way too fucking New York. <laughs> way uh, too New York. I didn't even way. plan it that way. I know, and that's what made it terrible. You loved it. Ugh. I love starting these out a little bit different each time because it disgusts you. It does. Every one of them is differently terrible. Why, though? I don't remember. You said, you had one one day that I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> So saying that it's way too New York uh, is fitting because we're doing New York bands today. Yes. And apparently one of us understood the assignment. The other one kind of winged it and did pretty, honestly, pretty wing good. It. I picked New York bands, but uh, you won this one because I didn't even think to do the bands we know. I don't know how you didn't think of that. Those are the first guys when I heard well, New York. Well, I was like, those are the guys. Well, that's those I, are the people. The reason why is because I think we're, I think local. I don't think New York, even though they are New York bands. I think local guys. I think Queens bands and Long Island bands. Yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did too. Some of them, <laughs> but they're just bigger bands. Uh, yeah, I know. Than, but- than the ones you picked, you picked. Uh, Actual like uh, people you know. Yeah, I pick guys that either I, I, I know. Directly. Actually, I know a few guys in these bands. I know you do. And the bands I picked, I mean, yeah, I I definitely know that from two of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I thought it was pretty pretty evident that you know we I picked the like the local locals like yeah. guys. Some of these guys I either knew, went to school with, hung out with. <laughs> Bless you. Fist fights at the uh, fist fights <laughs> over Monopoly. <laughs> It was coming. I'm sorry. Yeah, I couldn't. You can't stop. You can't stop a sneeze. Nope. And I'm not stopping recording because you sneeze. <laughs> there's no need for that. It's 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 a natural thing. It's like, well, I was gonna say it's like an uptown queef. <laughs> what? Air coming out of a place that it shouldn't come out of at that very moment. That's an up. That's an upstairs queef. All right. Anyway. Yeah. So to start the list. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, your first choice. Mm-hmm. And that has got to go by Agnostic Front. Yeah. So this is actually the first Agnostic Front song I've ever heard. Shut up. Yeah. All right. What'd you think? I liked it. All right. Good. I really did. Um, there are some things I'm not in love with. Okay. Um, what's the name of the lead singer? Uh, Roger Merritt. Okay. Th- who else is in this band? Vinny Stigma. Okay. They're the two mainstays, and then everyone else kind of jumped in and jumped out. Right. Okay. So I don't really have a problem with the guys. There's something about the gang vocals in this. They're kind of... You got to remember this is the 80s. I, I, no, I was very aware of the time. It's it's not a problem. It's just the notes uh-huh. in the gang vocals are a little weird to me. Okay. They, they didn't want it to be. It, it's, you know... It's just a bunch of guys yelling. Right. So that's the thing. It, if you're trying to do that, it sounds it sounds like it's supposed to sound... But when I think of gang vocals, I think of stacked voices. Right. But now, you get, here's the other thing you got to remember is that we were able to do that in the studio by just, you know, multi, uh, multi-tracking. multi Yeah. This. It's just a bunch of guys yelling at a microphone. Right. Yeah. So, no, I understand. I understand the, the, the thought behind it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I do like this song. Yeah. It's just that, that those specific notes, they didn't. They didn't hurt me, but they were like, eh, yeah. would I have used that that's that take? Like you know there had to be more than one take. Oh, of course there was more than one take, but, but it's is this the it's best also one? the rawness that I like. Remember I told you about I do I do I do know that. Right? So 
So that's that's one thing that you got. He does like it raw. I did. <laughs> He's got two kids. Of course he does. Don't was gonna let you skate on that one. So so um, no. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna plow right through it, <laughs> and that's how you do it raw. So uh, hi MJ. Uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, don't call her MJ. What? She doesn't like MJ. Hi Mary Jane. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so so um yeah i like i like the uh, the 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 raw sound of the production i hate and I, not hate but it's that's why i make fun of the ones you pick when like i listen and it's like oh and i'm like jesus christ here we go again with the fucking you know big production and you know uh, overproduced and 18 uh, organs and yeah organs yeah. and uh hey, we know you like and, it raw and, you know and pianos and violins and all that shit I, I could do without i could do without them too but not every song has to be queefing into a fucking coffee can yeah none <laughs> of these are queefing into a coffee can no none of these are actually i this is a a list of things that i'm surprisingly not bothered by well, i like i well this, because it all it's where we grew up it's gonna be it's gonna be funny. The one I have the most complaints about is not the one you expect. Okay, that's all I have to say about it. But yeah, um, this song's really no. good. Okay, it's, I've, it felt a little short. Well, it's appropriately length for what it is, right? But it felt so, a little short. So, uh, th 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 what I wanted to show you is is, and the funny thing is that these are the the, the godfathers of hardcore, right? These are the guys who they, I don't I wouldn't say they they started all, but they were right there when it started. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I didn't get into the New York stuff until probably I was 15 or 16, maybe even later, you know, because uh, I was. What were you into, though? I told you I was I was a, a metalhead guy. And then I got into the punk stuff and then I learned about all the New York stuff and the New York stuff stuck with me. It's closer to my heart than okay. a lot of the other stuff now. You know, um, but Agnostic Front is, oui. I've, I've hung out with, with Vinny a few times. Great guy. Uh, he was there when I got my tattoo from Lars Fredrickson. Yes, he, I remember uh, that story. He was, uh, we drank with him on a boat to see Murphy's Law. He was in a kilt. What a great guy. That's a combination of, of, of events. Yeah. This man, Not bad. This man is, is the epitome of New York. He still lives in the city. Which is... It, in this day and age, is almost a miracle. Right. Everything is so expensive. All, all, all if, I, if I remember correctly, all the guys in Agnostic Front don't live here anymore. They've all moved out of New York, which is sad, not on their part, but it's a, it's it's a, a, a testament to what New York's become. Yes, it has chased out its originals because 100%. because they can't live here. They can't afford. You can't be a musician and live here. Imagine there'd be a point where the Ramones wouldn't have been able to afford to live in New York. Right. Right. You know? Even in Rockaway. Right. And the thing is, is that uh, I'm going to bring it the, the, the my next band also is not in New York. And yes. these are these are New York hardcore bands, which is these are these are the guys when when you when I saw the first you just your half of the list. I'm like, I see where he was going. I love these. Like, I love the fact that I'm getting to see New York through your eyes for a couple seconds. Mm -hmm. And I feel like. The latter half of my list yeah. is New York through my eyes. Okay. Now the beginning of, of the list for me mm -hmm. is actually, do you mind if we No, go ahead, good. So the next song is uh Midnight Rain by Zandel. Okay. Now these guys are 
Brooklyn power metal. Right. I, I wrote that. It's very Manowar it's feel. very power metal. Right, right. Um, their singer, George. Uh, I only... I can't remember. They have two... They've had two guitarists, at least. And I don't remember either one of them by mm-hmm. name. But uh, their singer, George. Their drummer, Jofu. Jofu Cardillo. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'm missing somebody. Oh, their bass is Joey. Yeah. Uh, great guys. Absolutely fantastic. And in the car, I was talking about another metal band that I had seen live, uh, Transcend. Uh-huh. They were a death metal band. And in that death metal band was also Joe Fu on drums. Joe Fu in, was in a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Trained by the drummer from Shango. Okay. Another, another Brooklyn mainstay. And if I could, if I could have found Shango songs... On YouTube Music, I would have, but they are long gone. Right. See, that's that's another thing. A lot of the bands I would have, if are if not I had, around. Yeah. No, not 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 around. I wouldn't have been able to find them on on YouTube. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. I really I have their CDs. I could have sent you MP3s of them. Yeah, but, but you know, then no one else could listen. It's tape trading at that point. And right. Not, exactly. We're which we're going to eventually do because uh, I want to do a a unsung heroes. Uh, not unsung heroes, but the guys we knew. Oh yeah, you know. Well, that's the the reason I bring this up is um, Zandel specifically. The reason I brought them up is I've met these guys over a dozen times. Uh-huh. I actually was going to try out to play in Zandel. Really? And they sent me the material they were working on. I'm uh-huh. like, that's way too fucking fast. Oh yeah. And at the time, I could not have played it in the in the headspace I was in. Yeah, I just wasn't. The guy's like, and George, super cool about it. He goes, man, maybe if you tried it with a pick, I go, honestly, I've never played with a pick. Yeah. And it's not because I'm- You've never played with a pick ever? I've never been able to play with a pick. Okay. And I'm, it's not because I'm too cool or that picks are no good. Right. If, I just never learned. Uh-huh. It's the same thing with slap. I never learned how to slap. Mm. It just never, it never did for me. It never, it never touched that part of my, what happened? You making jokes? <laughs> go ahead. No. Go ahead. I held it in. Yeah, held yeah, it. yeah, but you did. I never learned how to slap. Nope, too easy. No, I want to hear it. I no, hear it. I, I, no, I don't know. I don't want to have anything. You don't? No. All that time you didn't think no. of something? Nope. Slap a hammer around. <laughs> anyway. Now, uh, are these guys still around? Um, they're, I'm not sure. Yeah. Because the last time I saw them was 2016. Okay. And they were they were working on an album. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, super cool guys. But you haven't heard anything since. Uh, this was actually from 2015. So this would have been the album that I would have been working on with them if I had joined them. Cool. Had right. they had I actually gone through with the tryout. Right. But the other stuff from this album is so weirdly fast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I can't do it. And I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't because I wouldn't have been able to commit to at their level at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at that time I was full time X ray. Yeah. And uh Right, you just could have family you, you, stuff. You wouldn't have been able to commit. That's yeah, yeah that makes I sense. I couldn't hit the level of commitment that they needed. Right. And I feel like they deserved. Right. I gotcha. And they they were super cool guys. George, uh, karaoke. Used to see him at karaoke all the time. I thought that was his name. I was like, what? No, his name is far more confusing. His name is George Talikas. Okay. Why is that confusing? Because there's a Z in there somewhere. At the end? No. I, it's no, not I think it's, I think it's, it's like TZ. Yeah. <laughs> like super, Tzatziki sauce? Yeah. So he's, he's such a cool guy. Yeah. Um, My sister's ex mm. actually was in the same... Uh, Goju, what? Uh, Gojuru uh, class. Oh, keep going, dude. <laughs> Gojuru, it's the, I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, martial art. It, all right, like I'm supposed to know. I don't know. It's four hundred thousand of my know, you know, jujitsu and kung fu and. Well, Goju karate. is not far from jujitsu. All right, 
Uh, but yeah, uh, they were in the same class. They were constantly sparring together. All right. It's good times. Super cool dudes. Yeah. Um, I kind of hope they're still working on stuff. I know Jofu's doing sound somewhere and George, I, I don't know what he does for a living, but he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Uh, let's go to your next one. All right. This is Five Year Plan by H2O. Played at my wedding. Was it? Yes, it was. I actually like that. Yeah. We had a, a you know, we, we, we set up the DJ. And we said by the around the end of the of the, the the party, just play a bunch of you know we gave him a bunch of bands H two O Metallica Seek and Destroy played at my at my uh, at my wedding. I don't uh, know if that's appropriate. It, it worked. It well, it didn't work, but I mean, anyway, well, it did work. It got the desired effect. It got it got it got Ronnie out there, and and you know all that. Oh, Ronnie and Denise. Uh, yeah. So um, adorable couple. Yes. Have I told you the Ronnie? I'll get to the next one. I have a Ron story. Well, I have I've, a Ron and Denise story. Yeah, yeah, I, I do too. I, did I, I told you. We were hanging out and uh, uh, try to punch each other in the face as hard as you could. Well, they dad, besides that, but uh, Denise, White kids. Denise was coming to hang out. I went to the bathroom and she met Ron and the rest is history. Oh, I have a different story. Yeah, well, obviously I, my story comes much later in that, in that tale. <laughs> okay. It's after their marriage. Oh yeah. So and they're still married. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I love this song. I'll get to my Ron story. Right, I was about to say we, the next um, the next band. Uh, I love that this this is when I think of gang vocals. This is the way everyone's singing together and in the same right kind of pitch. Yeah, it felt really really nice. And this it's another one of those songs. It's upbeat. Right. Well, they call it. But yeah, it's 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 uh, if you want to call it positive hardcore, you know, which I kind of like compared to they they yeah they they. Uh, they, I would not. I don't want to say preach, but they, 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 they PMA, positive mental, mental attitude, attitude, you know, and a lot of their stuff is is like you said, upbeat, and like you said, also I, that's what I enjoy. I don't need to hear also all, all the downtrodden shit all the time. I agree with that. The downtrodden, the downtrodden stuff tends to put me in a different mood. Right. There's a time and place for it, of course. Yeah, but the problem is for me that calms me down. Right. Like angry, aggressive. Oh, I know. Sad. Oh, yeah. That stuff calms me compared to no listen i have i have my my songs for that as well yeah but uh you know this this is uh if you ask anybody it's funny here's 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 how you know uh h2o is one of my favorite bands when shane draws me right my son mm-hmm. i always have an h2o shirt on well i've seen you with h2o shirts yeah. on before it's not even like a like a shock at this point yeah but that's i always have an h2o shirt on when he draws me that's not the worst thing in the world. No, definitely not. And I, you know, I've, 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 I've met Toby a million times in the streets of New York. You know, you know, I, I told you, you know, uh, what's his name stared at us one time. Oh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> He's trying to weather, figure whether or not he should shoot you. Yeah, both of us. But uh, yeah, these are. It's one of my favorite bands of all time. Heard them on, uh, and this is going to be a running thing. Uh, for this and for another list, uh, WSOU was the first place I heard H2O. Okay. Uh, that actually doesn't surprise me because a lot of metal that I've heard over time has been through WSOU, Seton Hall Pirate Radio. Right, right. 89.5 89.5, right. You know, it doesn't get more local than that. There was a guy, his name was, his name was Chad Cooper. Okay. He was a DJ on SOU. Right. But he was Chad Cooper. 
WSB. I, I don't know if I remember that guy. It was in the 2000s. Me and Lou used to be oh, driving maybe around his van. It may have been. Yeah, oh, Chad wait. Cooper, WSOU. Yeah. It might be a little past my time because I listened in the 90s because this album came out in 95, yeah. I think. So, so, yeah, this is way, way later. Right. So, I did listen, still listen to SOU probably up until about around 2001. But then I started working uh, for Con Ed and, and I didn't have a radio. A, a, no, a lot of time to, yeah. to listen. When I was uh, from 97 to 2001, I did uh, uh, deliveries. In a van, so I was always in, yeah. right, and I was doing deliveries to Jersey, you know, Long Island, Brooklyn, Manhattan. So I was in all the spots that you could hear it. When I was hearing SOU, it was mostly because my friend Lou was driving a delivery van, right? And I was working nights, so I had nothing to do during the day, right? So he's like, "Hey, you want to hang out? We'll go get something to eat." Yeah, we clear out the empanada lady in the Bronx. <laughs> but the, back then, also, you got to remember, we didn't have there were no CD players in the cars. Yep, we had a tape deck, but I was in a work van. I was not bringing my tapes into a work van. Yeah. You know, so SOU was the thing. It was either that or K-Rock, which was, you know, all right, yay, yay rock and roll. It was not the rock and roll I wanted to listen to back then, you know, so I discovered a lot of these these bands uh, on SOU. SOU had had a lot of stuff uh, that you couldn't hear on regular radio. Yeah. And then even funnier is that there's some stuff they couldn't even talk about. Because they were a religious uh, uh, college. Yeah, Seton Hall is a, a private college. It's... In West Orange, New, Jer- New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They're still around, by the way. I, oh, I yeah. listened the other day. No, it's still active. Yeah. But it was funny that- Which is shocking, because they tried to shut it down in the mm-hmm. mid-2000s. Yeah, they did. And that's actually when I was listening, they were talking about shut- shutting down SOU. Right, right. One of my favorite things is that they couldn't use the names of certain bands. Right. because Lamb of God being one of them. So uh-huh. they had to call them L-O-G. L-O-G. It was like, yeah, it's Log. L-O-G with, we're playing with Wrath. That's funny. I Not would, funny, but I, I mean, would it's, name it's my crazy. band Log Cabin. Log Cabin. <laughs> like this syrup. I'm fat. <laughs> um, yeah, that. And then, of course, you know, the bands that you can't talk about, like Anal Cunt. Yeah. Like the ones who can't be said anywhere. Well, I don't they think call they, them AC. I don't. Did they ever play them? Yeah. I never heard them on there. They did play Anal Cunt. Really? Yeah. I never heard them on it there. It was mostly edited. Uh. But even like Guar, they had to like change names of songs. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another that's another topic for another day. Uh, Guar. Yeah, but I H2O this is the first the first time they've been on a list. Right. That I've really I don't think we've put them on a list before, have we? No. No, I I have one well, I put them on there once. You had one think. and I I think it was good. Yeah. But this I liked. Right. I like I I would listen to this. Yeah. Like this is going to be in my regular rotation. It is it's it's smooth. The baseline is, it's at Queens, New York, mm-hmm. clanky. I love it. Well, these guys are uh, uh, none of them are native New Yorkers. They moved. No, um, Toby and his brother are from God damn it, Maryland, I believe. Okay, um, which we'll get to in another. And list. I think I think Rusty Pistachio is also. And that's the guitarist. He, that's his name. Oh, God. Rusty Trombone. Oh, God. Really? We're going to do this? Hey, you said it. Right. I just told I said you his name. what I think of it. Anyway, he was uh, he, he he was friends with uh, with Toby, and they both, they all moved to New York, the Lower East Side, by, uh, together. And uh, what year would that be? In the if, uh, late 80s, early 90s? What did they watch singles and thought, oh, that looks like fun? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think Toby's mom moved up here for something. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't move to Seattle. 
Imagine H2O is a Seattle band. Jesus Christ. Anyway. I was going to say something really fucking bad about Nirvana. <laughs> you could have. Uh, Everything ends with that click. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, uh, another band again, they they moved to California because they couldn't afford living here. It's too expensive here. And yeah. now California is super expensive. Right. And these guys are all from the Lower East Side. I mean, the Lower East Side has turned it back into what it was back back in the day. Well, but that's uh, the, 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 the issue here with policing and the way the law works is is changing the face of oh, new york yeah we joke about it going back to the old bad days and it's kind of doing that it's yeah it's it's pretty it's, it's getting scary it's getting pretty terrible out there i wouldn't say terrible i've we've seen we've seen worse uh i've 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 had a job downtown the past uh few months and i've literally at least two days a week passed people on a corner of like 9th Street and Avenue A, just screaming. And nothing. Just on the corner. Ah! And it's like, what the fuck? But you know what they're not doing? Uh, what? Hurting anybody. How do you know? <laughs> well, I'm in a car. Yeah, but in the end, we haven't heard about attacks by screaming people. Uh, it's usually a quiet person pushing somebody onto the subway That's tracks. true. You're right. And that's why it's fucking scary out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I can't imagine living in Manhattan. I, I've never liked being in Manhattan. Like, mm-hmm. it's never been like a, oh, let's go hang out. and Oh, yeah. No, we yeah. used to. I used to enjoy Manhattan. But uh, working there now, I've worked there for uh, 13, 14 years, and uh, I'm done. <laughs> Seriously. I'm, and I'm, I'm, done. I'm done working in Manhattan. I, I work in Brooklyn. I live in Queens. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting pretty tired of traveling to, to Brooklyn. <laughs> but that's just because I'm tired. I'm just tired of people and they're driving. Right, right. And it take you know yesterday it took me two hours to get home. Ugh. I mean you know it's ridiculous. Ugh, it takes me about an hour to get to work, and it's only a thirty minute drive. Yeah, yeah, not the time of day I go. Well, I leave at four thirty in the morning. I get to work in thirty five minutes. It takes me an hour and a half to two hours to get home. Ugh. Same distance. I have so many arguments. Fucking sucks. You know what makes it nice? I live five minutes from the beach. That's that it. is nice. That's it. Not that's, that I ever go to the beach. That's the only thing that makes it nice. This and so- I haven't been to the beach this year yet because it's fucking raining or fucking cold this year i'm solving the beach problem with my son we haven't taken my son to the beach yet yeah and i'm gonna take him to the beach this year all right do it and then when they get the harpoons out of me <laughs> we will uh we'll enjoy the day yeah 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 let's go to the next song do it so uh, i have this, questions you go have ahead. questions go ahead so this is shapeless by shadow of demise yes Let's open the questioning. I've seen this band live. And they suck dick. I think I've seen you. I think you were in the band when I saw them live. I hope so. I don't know. Yeah, you had to be. Yeah. What year? Uh, Probably. Was that 04, 05? Yeah, probably around there. Was yeah. that at, at B, uh, Brooklyn Music Terminal? Um, or in the city? No, it was in Brooklyn. That was the B, that was Brooklyn, uh, not BMT. Uh, no, it, was, I, it was where Lemoore's used to be. I don't remember. Either yeah, way, Brooklyn Music Terminal. And maybe, yeah, you went with Mike. Probably, yeah, 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 yeah. That was. Oh, by the way, so uh, I am one of the members of Shadow Demise because <laughs> I couldn't stop myself from going. Fuck it, it's my yeah. turn. Yeah, I would have put UFK on here, but I can't because we're not on. Uh, the, I wouldn't have put UFK on here because I totally didn't even fucking think about it. Because I'm a. I thought douche. I thought about putting it on there for you, but. I was like, I don't know why he didn't think of it himself. Shut up. You should have done it then, you bastard. I might add it to the list. But we're not on a... I can add it and make it public. 
Okay. I think. I can try. I don't know. I'm cool with it. I don't know if it uh, was, everybody else on the band would be. I don't be. give a fuck. That's true. No, actually, I do give a fuck. But Mike Mike said he didn't care. And so like, Sha- no, John doesn't give a shit. Yeah. So Shadow of Demise. Yes. Uh, Second name of the band. You Original name had to be changed. Oh, God. Was it Burn the Priest? No, it was Drowned in Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think it was going to be better? No, it never is. So Because Burn the Priest had to change their name to Lamb of God. Yes. So um, we we I had joined the band. The name of the band was already Drowned in Blood. Uh-huh. And uh, it was Dan, Steve, and myself at first because they had they had another bassist named Vic, and he Bathith. yeah bassist <laughs> named Vic, and he wasn't working out. He was not showing up to practice mm-hmm. or whatever. And they asked me to help try out a drummer for them. Okay, and they knew I could figure it out and figured it out and tried him out, and he didn't make it right. And they offered me to join the band. Okay. And then I brought in a drummer named Danny Sanabria. Okay. Uh, he was he worked with me at the computer lab at Hunter College. Mm-hmm. And uh, that worked for a while. And then he ended up leaving. He got, he works for Viacom, MTV. Okay. And now, or do you just, the whole time, he's been okay. there since. Uh, 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 things were getting serious in his work life and he couldn't commit. And he exited and we got, a mishmash of people in between. Okay. And then we got Luigi. Okay. Luigi was also somebody I brought in. Um, I've known Luigi since the first day of college. Mm. We met on the book line and talked awkwardly about Black Sabbath for hours <laughs> uh-huh. on the book line. Ugh, it's fucking... I, I always laugh because it was such a specifically weird time uh-huh. in our lives and we were both awkward as shit <laughs> but it ended up being really cool and i i learned a lot about music i learned a lot about about other people from hanging out with these indelible weirdos uh-huh. was this the ronnie era ron came ron was actually in my time in the band the last edition ah okay so this, he's not in this he he's is. not on this no no this this is actually the culmination of the this was the full first recording that the, that we did uh-huh. with everyone. Okay. Like we had done stuff in studio just to work on it. Mm-hmm. So every one of these songs we have in practice form as well. Okay. So, you know, you know, right. Roxy, Roxy yeah. set up the, the CD, right. The two Y mic recording. It worked. Yeah. And, and listen, some of the greatest. Re- Here's the thing is that uh, what I love about the, the bands you picked is it's, and I, I'm sure they sound like this everywhere in the country, but it's that sound of the recording. Yep. UFK sounds like that. You guys sound like that. It's got that that warmth. Right. We don't have enough money to sound like fucking a, a signed band, but we have that sound. But it's all that. It, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm it's gonna the double sound down. I like. I'm gonna double down on this. You're gonna love this. So this was recorded. Out in Rockaway. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of the band Human Decline? Mm, sounds familiar. Uh, very much a Meshuggah type band. Okay. Um, their guys, Richie and I can't remember the other guy, John. Mm-hmm. Richie and John, uh, the guitarist and drummer from uh, Human Decline, actually set up a studio in a rehearsal space at, I don't even know what's, what it's called, the rehearsal space in Rockaway. The same I place where I've, typo negative practice. I think I've I think I've gone there a few times. Yeah. So this the top floor. Yeah. Above this Chinese Tex Mex place uh-huh. was two bands. 
it was typo negative uh-huh. and human decline. Okay. And human decline basically had three rooms. One was like a little waiting area, their actual studio room where their drums and everything else were set up. And then a recording booth, like the actual booth where the console and everything was. Yeah. And we spent two, three weekends working on this. Mm-hmm. Like we had been writing in the studio for six months. Okay. Getting everything the way we wanted it. And then we brought it to the studio. And that was actually my first time sitting in a studio trying to play. And it was like, I say everyone has a humbling experience in a studio. Mm. Mine, I was lucky enough to have it in front of guys who didn't kick the shit out of me for not being as prepared as I wanted to be. What happened? You just feel like you have it and then you go to do it and you don't. Like, you're not quite where you want to be. Okay. I, I felt like I had it down. Like, I, we play the shows, we had the writing down, and then I'd go to play it, and it was just not quite what it was supposed to sound like to me. Or them. Okay. And um, John was like, oh, try it with a pick, and I try it with a pick, and I suck, on, suck with yeah. a pick. And I'm like, you know what? Let me keep trying. We were paying by the hour anyway, and it was coming out of, it was coming out of my pocket. Yeah. So I did it, and we we did it. I got it where I liked it. I wasn't in love. I wasn't in love with the bass tone they had, but I didn't know how to tell them what I wanted. Right. Or how to, you know, how to communicate, how to change it. So the bass, the bass line that's on here is all me, but the tone is not mine. All right. That's the only thing I can say about the bass tone. Mm -hmm. Everything else about this is, I mean, it was a great, a great time recording. Yeah. Oh, every time we recorded, I had so much fun, man. And now here's the sad part. I was out of the band before this came out. Really? Unfortunately, I left the band under very bad terms right. at the time. Yeah. Uh, I was very unprofessional mm-hmm. and I, I kind of quit at the worst possible time. Yeah. I remember you told that story. And yeah. I've l- since apologized to each member individually. Um, they're, they've all been so cool about it. Uh, oh, now I get to tell my Ron story. Yes, you do. So in, we saw, Shadow, they had done shows in 2016. Okay. And um, uh, the singer Steve had left, and they got the guy who was playing bass at the time, Schnoz, uh-huh. uh, John, uh, lives, well, he lived one block over, one block up, that way. Because <laughs> everybody knows guy. where we are. I've, no, I've known this guy <laughs> ages. Right. His sister was my sparring partner in karate. Okay. So I've known this guy forever. Yeah. So he was my replacement, like my long-term replacement in Shadow as a bassist. And then became a singer. And then he moved to singing, and they replaced him with Brian Crean. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck do you upgrade from <laughs> me to schnoz to Brian? That is ridiculous. That's like going, oh, well, we got we got this guy, and he's pretty good. And then we got this guy. He's also really good. And then we have God. <laughs> it's the feeble finger. Is it? <laughs> I mean, how do you compare? Uh-huh. It's like, and then, you know, every once in a while, I'll talk to Dan, Dan being the the, the rhythm guitarist. Yeah. I'm like, are you guys working on anything? He goes, no, I haven't really done anything. He's, uh-huh. he's doing voice work uh, at the moment. So is Luigi. Luigi actually does voice work as well. Um, like voiceover stuff? Yeah. I always wanted to do that. You think that's good? You think I have a good enough voice to do it? You probably have a better voice than I do. <laughs> Sounds like I was kicked in the neck. It's terrible. But yeah, um, he, they say he hasn't picked up a guitar, and Luigi's working with the Weege right. and um, Radio Free Tibet. Uh, I don't know where 
um, where Ron is. And I can never, he's not on the internet. So wait, you still haven't told your Ron story, by okay, the way. Yeah, I know. So in, in their, in their shows, when they, they played, they played Blackthorn. Uh-huh. And that was the first time most of those guys had met my now wife at the time, girlfriend. Right. She was also pretty fucking pregnant. Okay. Like, obviously at, at pregnant. At a show. At a show. Oh, wait, I brought my wife to a show and pregnant one time, too. Denise. Okay. Don't ask her Ron's about, wife. Don't ask her what I did to her. That's the one where I peed in a cup. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about that. Well, never mind. Go ahead. Anyway. So. God, you're an ass. <laughs> So Denise grabs my wife by the hand and guides her over to the area where they have the, the police fencing. Yeah, yeah. Puts her behind and they fall. The wives form a wall <laughs> around her and defend my wife. I, the sweetest thing you could ever imagine. Yeah, yeah. It was so great. I love, I love, love, love all those, all the, all the wives. I love those guys. Ron has always been, by the way, when I told you earlier today, Sometimes you open a car door and I get in and then the door can't close because it cur- caught the curb. Yeah. That was, was Ron's car. <laughs> it was an Acura. It's a, fa- it's a fat guy problem. Most guy, most people won't know how to deal with that. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Luigi and I, I don't know if we're ever going to work together musically, but we always right. have a blast. Right. We're trying to plan a, like a outing, a dinner outing with us and another friend of ours, Jay. All right. And uh, I was talking to Dan the other day about trying to get, he was, to, we had made plans to go see uh, Nita Strauss live and I had to drop out because of uh, family stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, we'll catch it next time. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll make plans. And I haven't, like, I haven't seen Dan in like, it's got to be more than, more, more time than I've been married or had a kid. Mm-hmm. It's been six, seven years at least. I, 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 like I said, I love these guys. Steve, I talk to like every other day. Yeah. Uh, I'm always checking in on me. He's got some health issues and, uh, you know, you, you check in when you care. Mm-hmm. We, I definitely care about him. My wife's always asking how he's, how he's doing. You know, she always says, how's your, how's his feet? Okay. He's, he's got bad feet. Oh, <laughs> weird. He suffers from, <laughs> he suffers from what the, what the, the old timers call the diabetes. Uh, diabetes. Yeah. All right. I suffer from the diabetes. Yeah. Of course I do. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I love I love talking about Shadow Demise, mm-hmm. and everyone thought after I left I'd motherfuck him, but I was the guilty party, so I always tell people I fucked up. Right, and then it was nice that I was able to apologize one by one. Yeah, it's individually. Cool. I literally at a barbecue, I like a barbecue that I don't think Ron knew I was going to be at. I'm like, hey man, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, I pulled him aside. I said, I just didn't want to tell you, and I told him everything that you know, my personal mm-hmm. deep apologies to him, his wife. And he goes, man, I'm, I really appreciate that. It's water under the bridge, though. Right, right. And everyone was like that. Yeah. All right. You yeah. know, it's it, sometimes you got to say, I was the asshole in the situation. Right. And, and quite a few times you are. What? Oh, absolutely. I've, <laughs> I've been the problem way more than I should have been. <laughs> I should be the most free-flowing, relaxed asshole in the universe, and I'm not. Uh-huh. It's the ball of nerves that I am. Yeah. Sometimes it gets to a point where I'm just, and I'm, I go. And that led that led to me joining Embrace Agony uh-huh. and like six other bands over the course of a few years, and uh, they never none of them were as much fun as playing with Shadow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and now we got to go to the one that I have the most. I knew this was going to be the problem. The most questions, and it's not, oh, okay, not okay. problems. Um, so please explain who from Autumn to Ashes is, and 
The song is Take Her to the Music Store. Right. So they're a Long Island band. Okay. That that does does make sense to okay. me. Only because I've never, ever heard of them. Yeah. I found them in 2001 on SOU. Okay. This was not the song that I heard them originally from. They originally did a song. Well, uh, they played a song on SOU called uh, Short Stories with Tragic Endings. That was them. It's it's like I a, do I do like that title. I think it's like an eight minute song. I would have taken it, but it's it's right. The first half is them playing, and then the last half is uh, they they uh, there's a band from Long Island. I don't know if, know if they're around anymore. Called One True Thing, and they had their singer Melanie Wills do a part for them. Okay, at the end, and it's just them strumming the guitars, and it's not heavy at all. And she tells this whole story. And it's a tragic ending, you know? I incidentally picked heavy stuff. Yeah. But there was stuff that I wanted to put on that I actually had to, I have to get one more person's permission before I add it to a list. And that will be like the guys we know. Yeah. Like these are guys I know, but there are others that I did include. My friend Louie, his band Cracked Alice, I wanted to put on this list, but they don't have anything available. Yeah. So I'm going to try to upload it myself. Right, right. And uh, their singer... I want to get at least one, either their guitarist or their singer to sign off on me being able to publish it on YouTube for them, right. not in their name, but just so I can get it out there. Right. Because it's so, their stuff was so good. Right. By the way, they also had a really good cover, Summer 69. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so from Autumn to Ash, so then I started looking into them, and I just love their shit. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's good. The 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 biggest thing I had, I'm like... Out of all the songs, I'm like, I heard nothing about this. I knew nothing about this band. Yeah. Like, I had heard from you. I heard about Agnostic Front. I heard about H2O. And then it was this guy's. I'm like, I have no idea where right. these guys these, came th- from. This is one of, this is, if I got to say, you have favorite bands. This is not one of my favorite bands, but I won't stop listening to them. Like, there'll be a, there'll be a gap. And then like, like this, I, I knew they were from New York and I wanted to put something on there that was a little obscure. And the the funny thing, the, the good thing about this is, uh, I believe it's the guitarist does the the growly stuff, and the drummer is the clean vocals. Okay. Now there's not many clean vocals on this song, if I remember correctly. No, there's not. But a there was song that I purposely didn't pick those songs because I thought you would think they were too whiny. Does he have a whiny voice? Because they're kind of, uh, I don't, I don't know. They 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 are. When you look them up, they're they're uh, categorized as post punk, but I would actually categorize them kind of like screamo. Okay, all right. I'm not I'm not mocking you. Yeah, but uh, I just love their sound, and they had it is a good sound. They broke up for a while, and uh, they came back. I don't know if they're still around now. I'm not sure. I know they. I, I know as of 2019, they were still around. But I'm not sure if they're around now, if they're taking a break. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted you to hear that. It's 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 definitely good. Mm-hmm. I was confused as as to where they came from, right? But it was good. It was good stuff. It's definitely. I I kind of would like. I forget what's the name of the other song you didn't include. Um, oh, uh, was it? I, I wrote it down. Short story because short, short stories with uh, tragic endings. I love that title. Yeah, I really do. Uh, it may be a little heady yeah. for for this, but I'm, I'm going to check it out later. Yeah. So now we're going to go to we're going to go to a, another one. I was not involved in this band at all. 
Yeah, I know. I know. So this is Heavy Lies the Crown by Full Blown Chaos. Fuck. Love, love, love. Have you ever heard these guys before? Yes. Okay. That's why when I saw, I went, son of a bitch. This is what New York at the time uh, when we were playing in the early 90s, uh, late 90s, early two. This is what New York sounds like to me. This was the 2010s post. I, I know, I know they came late, but this is what no, it sounded guys, like. Yeah. This is what it sounded like. So I met their singer Ray mm-hmm. at the record factory on 86th Street here in Brooklyn. Okay. Where he worked. Uh-huh. He used to be the guy to organize and send audio, either cassettes or CDs, to prisons. Okay. They had to deal with this uh, DOJ and they send stuff. Right. You know, the clear cassette players and the clear CD players. And yeah, that was his that was his thing. That was his job there. Right. And he was just super cool. Um, years ago, I was supposed to go see Faith Faith and More when they got back together. Mm-hmm. And because of my job, I couldn't go. Fucker. So I told my friend Sean, because he already had tickets, to see if we can get somebody else to get him. Ray ended up taking him. Which was uh, Webster Hall or? It was. Uh, oh, this is before that. The Brooklyn, first time they got Brooklyn back together. Ball. Okay. It's like, well, the first time they got back together. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I felt bad I couldn't make it. I'm glad somebody else got it. I had and a broken leg I, at that time. I couldn't go. You poor broken leg. No, but then I went bastard. the second time when they came, when they played uh, Webster Hall. I've I actually never seen them live. I've, I've, from what I've seen recently, I'm kind of glad I haven't seen them recently live. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, eh. Yeah. But yeah, um, so Ray is the singer of two bands currently uh, Full Blown Chaos and um, Brick by Brick. Mm-hmm. I chose this because this is the last thing I listened to. Right. In 2016, before I had surgery. Okay. This was the big surgery. I was laying there waiting uh-huh. before they before they wheeled me in. I was listening to this. And finally, I handed my phone and my everything <laughs> over to, to my wife and went in and had a great surgery. <laughs> I always weird. like listening to fucked up shit before I get cut. Yeah, right. I, I, it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird tradition I have. I've had enough surgeries that I have traditions. Yeah. But yeah, this stuff... It had the breakdowns, the fucking oh, uh, the breakdown, and this is brutal. And his voice is gravel. Uh, it's just what New York sounds like to me. This Castle Heights, uh, you know, I, that, were you 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 were after Castle Heights? I unfortunately was a Latasca guy. Yeah, I was there. For, I was. I went once or twice. There was a place out in uh, I want to say Ozone Park called the Viper. I don't know the Viper. I yeah, think it was no called. Idea. I'd have to check with my friend Rachel. She we used to go there together. Yeah. And we saw a lot of bands play there. I saw Full Blown Chaos. I want to say Blackthorn. Okay. It was an event. Right. Right. I mean, I've seen other bands at Blackthorn, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But these guys, there's an energy to them. And Ray's a, a hulking shaped man. Right. Like he's an intimidating gentleman. Right. Nicest guy I've ever met. Right. But intimidating. And so cool. Yeah. Like him and Sean used to like when they'd meet up, it was like it yeah, looks like if these two decided to fight, it would break windows. What happened? <laughs> I have a hair in my mouth. F- <laughs> it's the hardest thing because you're on camera and I'm going, stop fucking touching your nose. Stop fucking there was like a hair just all in this area. And it went from my nose, so I wiped it out. And then I'm like, great, now I look like I do coke. Then it fucking went to my mouth and I'm like And then I'm trying to grab You know how I know? Because I'm covered in your fucking spit. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to touch it. Thank you. (laughs) 
Just know you're safe. I've known you long enough that you're safe. You fucking weirdo. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I just, I have to read what I just read. What did you just read? Uh, Mike just messaged me. Uh, okay. I'm in Forest Hills. I don't know what the fuck is going on here, but it's a wannabe fake cowgirl. Hold on. I lost it. What? what? Fake Cobra inbred Hicks Central here. What? I don't know. Is there a concert going on? There might on? be something going on at uh, at the Forest Hills Stadium. Okay. Yeah. I want that on record that That's... Mike said that, not me. <laughs> but yeah, this song, uh, it, it, it's oh. the, the epitome of what New York sounds like to me. Okay, so- Yes, absolutely. Do you know the meaning behind this song, Heavy Lies uh, the Crown? I, I I know the meaning of the saying. Do you know where the saying comes from? No. Okay. So this full saying is, Heavy Lies the Crown on the head that would be king. Right. So it comes from the story of the Sword of Damocles. Okay. Do you know the story? No. Okay. So Damocles was, in, was with the king, but not in the royal family. All right. And Damocles was saying, oh, you have it so easy. You get to sit in the throne and do whatever you want. He goes, sit in the throne for one day. Right. He said, I'll let you sit on the throne and make all the decisions for one day. Mm -hmm. And he sat him on the throne and above the throne was a sword hanging on a rope. Right. And the rope was not in good condition. Right. And as the day wore on, the rope grew thinner. Mm -hmm. So he spent the whole day worrying. Right. He goes, heavy lies the crown on the head that would be king. Right. The sword is always waiting to fall on you. Yeah. Uh, that is the sword of uh-huh. Damocles. And the idea of the the power comes with the this the the knowledge that it could be taken away so quickly. Yeah, yeah. And I love I love that message. I love the energy. Mm-hmm. These guys have amazing songs. Yeah. Heavy, heavy. Kane Marco, based on the juggernaut. Mm-hmm. They have a they have a song about Cobra. <laughs> I swear. Wait. Cobra, what do you mean? Cobra. Cobra from, Co- from G.I. Joe. I was about to say Cobra I Commander. I fucking love these that's guys. That's awesome. And they're just check them out. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't pr- promote local bands as much as yes. much as we ought to. Yeah. But if you get a chance, with all the other guys we have to check out, check out Fullblown Chaos, check out Brick by Brick, their album Thin the Herd. It's a little bit of a weird title, but it's a great album. Why is it a weird title? Then the herd. I understand yeah. what they mean. Yeah. <laughs> if you saw the album art, you'd wonder like, eh, this oh, is a yeah. little extreme. But they're not that they're not a hateful group of right, guys. Right, right, right. They're super close. They're super family like. They've always been that the Ray's always been nice to me and my family. So if we can promote them, I'll promote them. Also, the best beard I've ever seen on a human. Yeah. He looks you know how we call Mike an angry angry wizard? Yeah. Yeah. This guy makes Mike's beard look weak. Well, Mike's beard is weak now. I mean, like Cut even his. before, his beard looked like it could do push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> like it could do it could do reps, it could do push-ups, maybe some curls. Uh-huh. This is a brutal looking beard. <laughs> and now for the opposite of that. Yes. We're gonna talk about Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. And this is the point in in the in the list where I'm like, oh, I see what he did, and I didn't do the same thing. What do you mean? You pick New York, you pick New York performers, right? But not people you know. No, not all. Not yet. I mean, like, oh, oh, okay. I've, I've, like, some right. of these people I've shared meals with. Right, right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, no, I picked Lady Gaga because she's undeniably a New York personality. Right, right. Is she a Staten Island girl? Uh, I believe so. And then she started Stephanie, out. Stephanie. I wrote it down. Stephanie 
German Nota. German Nota. German Nota. Uh, and then, yeah, she used to play. The funny thing is, is I, I think back to when I used to go into the city and go to all the places on the Lower East Side. And I wonder if I saw her. Because she that's where she started, on the Lower East Side, really. As most pop did. at the you know Right. And she probably went under her regular name and, you know. Oh, yeah. She probably went under Stephanie, uh, you know. Stephanie G. Yeah. So I it probably didn't even register. <laughs> My brain know? just went, yeah, fucking Bon Jovi. You know? It's probably... She was probably playing in the background or something at one point, and we looked at each other and went, oh, God, I wish you would shut up. Now, I, don't, I actually have less hate for her than most people would expect. Okay. she's. I like her because she's a disruptor. I don't even see her as a disruptor. She, in the beginning, she was. She's she's, she's off the wall. Yeah. She's not the... What, what did Otto used to call Madonna? I don't know. A sweaty little Lower East Side urchin? Otto and George? Yeah. I don't remember. Because he used to play places that yeah. he would end up... With in the same room with Madonna. God, I wish he. I, I wish this is a weird thing to say. I wish he didn't die. I wish he got bigger than he should have. Oh, he deserved because, more. And the funniest thing is everybody mistaken thinking Otto was the fucking puppet, and it was not. George was the puppet because Otto sounds like a puppet's name. Otto Peterson and, and George. George, little angry old man puppet. Die. Oh, my God. Die. So for those who don't know, <laughs> Otto and George was a puppet act. Yeah. Much like Jeff Dunham, except Otto was the worst puppeteer in the world. And George was his <laughs> internal monologue. Yes. Who made fun of him the entire right. time. He'd say all the horrible, idiotic things that, that Otto would think. Right. George would say comfortably. And so much so that when he would go on like Opie and Anthony and stuff like that. During the commercial breaks, they said they would be reading the paper and the puppet, without anybody watching, because he wasn't acting, he wasn't doing, the puppet would be reading the paper with him. Because Otto it was couldn't literally do the voice right. without without George in his Literally hand. on his hand, yeah. And he was a righty, so it was right hand. Yeah. So he'd be sitting there reading and his he'd be scanning the paper <laughs> and the with puppet, the puppet would be doing it too. not even doing it intentionally. Right. Eventually, not to make somebody laugh. Yeah. It was part th of him. Thankfully, towards the end, because everyone said, oh, he's just doing his bits on, on the radio. And yeah. they hate that. Yeah. Eventually, Otto started coming in by himself and not doing any stuff with George or about George. Yeah. He'd talk about George like, oh, he's in the case. If you mm -hmm. if we want to take him out. The idea was the case wasn't there. He'd talk about him like he could take him yeah. out at any point, but he didn't want to use him as the point of being there. Yeah. So, but he was on his own. He was hilarious. Yeah. 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 So funny. But uh, amazing. But back to Lady Gaga. How the hell did we get to Otto and George? Oh, from, making fun of Madonna. Oh, making fun. Okay. It's, it was. It's, <laughs> I was like, what? Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She's she's definitely a. I guess you'd call it a heat seeker. She gets attention. Yeah. Yeah. Not recently. Recently, she's kind of well, uh, become mainstream. Did she win an Oscar? For, she was nominated uh, for A Star is Born, For A right? Star is Born. I don't know if she won. I don't know. The if she song might have won. I think so. And I think Bradley Cooper won. I think so. I don't know if she did. That guy's everywhere. But, uh, yeah. Bradley, no, literally, he's in everything. Yeah. I'm expecting him to be, to be in the next Fast and Furious movie. Oh, God, They're please. running out of people. I'm in the next one. Uh, I'm in the next one. <laughs> I play a seat. <laughs> no, um, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. He is Rocket. Mm -hmm. Um, He was in Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't see it yet. Was he in the Dungeons? He's, he's a cameo. Okay. I didn't ruin anything. Don't worry. Okay, okay. Um, You should. Yeah. I, I will, it's on, it's on, 
Paramount, Paramount Plus. Plus. Yeah. So worth it. Um, He's been in so many things. He, he had the the movie Limitless. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Star is Born. He's been in Silver Linings Playbook, which I think he was nominated for an yeah. Academy Award then. Yeah. It's fantastic. He's a fantastic actor. Oh, he was in the A-Team. He was a member of the A-Team. <laughs> that, that movie, I hate how good that movie was. I don't even think I saw that one either. The 2000, I think it was 10, 18. No it was really good. Did you say 2010, 18? 18. Oh, it's like that's a big jump. It either came out in 2010 or 2018. They re-released it. Yeah. So, but yeah, she she's also done a, a couple albums with uh Tony Bennett. Yeah, she did the duets with Tony Bennett. Yeah. Which he is pretty old. Yeah, he's in his 93, 94 yeah. probably now. But he he gets he lights up when he sees her. Yeah. Cuz he knows it's singing time. Right. And uh, you know she's she's become mainstream now. Yeah, but this she's was, also this, she's also a good actress, right? This was back when she was wearing meat suits and stuff like that, and that's the part I love because people are like, "What the fuck is wrong with this girl?" And I'm Get like, "The Kentucky meat shower yes, going." Yes, I like I like a disruptor. I like somebody who you causes know, some stir. Gives a little, yeah. <laughs> so, her performance with Metallica mm-hmm. was panned. Because of the audio quality. Okay. And it really, it was unfortunate because, excuse me. <laughs> um, it shouldn't have been because uh-huh. if you saw the warm-ups for it, she was Belting letting it, it go. Out, right? Yeah. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like they they suffered for it uh, because of audio production. What did she, she did a uh, Fuel? No. no. Uh, what it was, was it? It was one of their new songs. Yeah. I can't remember the yeah. name. Oh, it was one of the... The ones from Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Yeah, 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 yeah. It might have been It might have been that song, yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it was, but her voice is super powerful. Yes. And it's hard to deny anyone, you know, love her or hate her, her voice is insane. Mm-hmm. And she's beautiful. She's she's beautiful. She's got a great sense of humor. Well, people would argue your, your beautiful thing. I think she's beautiful too, but everybody's like, oh, look at her nose. Right. Oh, yeah. Because you're, you're so pretty. I was going to say, <laughs> is it lonely up there on that fucking pedestal, you Adonis? Adonis. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But yeah. Was, uh, Adonis. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, yeah. I love when somebody says somebody's fucking, I go, do you think I'm allowed to talk about how somebody else looks? Right. Look at me. Right. I, I'm a foot with fucking teeth. <laughs> I was stretching. That wasn't, was like, a, I'm that lucky. wasn't a weird way of yeah. laughing. I was like, I'm lucky my wife thinks I'm funny. Otherwise, I'd be living alone. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next one. All right. So this one, uh, I'm quite proud. This is Dehumanized. I've seen them a few times. times. Yeah, you seen. fucking better have. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Rich Nagasawa's band. Yeah. I went to, I believe, I, I've known him so long. I think we went to high school together. <laughs> It's hard to remember Rich, back then, and there's it. no photographic evidence because yeah, yeah, no, pictures weren't around that God, back then. Thank God there is no photographs Fucking, or, or, you used or to have videos. To sit still for anything. thirty minutes. Oof. But uh, yeah, Rich, I haven't seen Rich in so long. Cool dude. Yeah, I love Rich. Rich but, was one of the guys that Dan from Shadow Demise used to be like. We got to hang out with Rich. Yeah. They're doing a show. They were playing some some. It was one of those like hardcore shows. Yeah. in a bar but they cleared out half the seats Mm -hmm. it was a blast i forget it might have been like maggie's or one of those kind of places oh yeah really it was i can't it was 
It was Dehumanize, Diary of Demise, uh-huh. uh, Billy Club Sandwich. Jesus. That's an interesting show because that's not the same type of music at all. No. And it was a blast. Yeah. By the way, Billy Club Sandwich, their singer dressed up like Charlie Brown, the striped, <laughs> and he's a bald, big, big bald dude. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I love those guys. And these guys, at the time, I don't know if they have the same singer that they did, Yeah, but it looked like Homeless Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Rich, Rich was always super cool to us. He was always super supportive. Right. These guys were always, uh, I mean, they were part of the crew uh, back then, they, they, you know, in, uh, in Castle Heights and stuff like, well, at least Rich. I didn't know too, I, I don't think I knew any of the other guys. In the and band. I think I, I, I want to say Keith Murray. Keith Murray. I, I, I seen Keith Murray. I think he was at that show. Oh, he was at the show. I didn't yeah, thought he was no, going to no, say no. he was, I was like, no, no, he was in UFK, not Dehumanized. No, I know. <laughs> no, I think, I think I had met, because it was me and Ron yeah. had gone to that show and we met Dan there. Yeah. And I think Murray. Yeah, he could have been there. Absolutely. It was such I mean, it was it was such a weird it's a weird time in my life. Yeah. So everything kind of blurred together. Right. We were going to shows like every week promoting, right. handing out the, you know, the big vinyl stickers about mm-hmm. the bumper sticker size uh bumper sticker size stickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, what I do now with the with the fucking podcast with my little fucking stickers. The, the podcast. I hand I hand them to everybody. That and the little we made uh I made pins. I made pins too. I gotta start handing out more pins. I only have I've only given out like ten. Really? I hit everybody I talk to. I'm like, here, 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 here take here, this. Take. It's the- hard to hand them out in the hospital. Oh, yeah, that's weird. It's awkward. Here. Wait. Thank you for letting me extra you. Here's a pin what and I, a sticker. What I wish I would have remembered I should, is, I is <laughs> when I went to the clutch show, I should have just laid him out on the on the bar. Totally forgot. And, I was there drinking a beer and going, fuck, this would have been a good place to just throw him out. That would have been a good Yeah. That would have been a good a good idea. These guys I mean, this album specifically is mm. amazing. Okay, top to bottom, just a it's, it's it's not my type of music, you know that, but it's yeah. it's guys I know, so it's it's so weird. Like, oh, this is definitely my like, type of music. Like if you put this on something else, I would have been like, ugh. But I'm listening to this because I'm like, I know these guys. Well, no, I know you know, I know yeah. all these guys there, you know, of our of our crowd. I think I grabbed like we went and grabbed pizza after one of those shows. Yeah. And just hanging out with Rich, it was, mm-hmm. it was, okay, there was one time it was Rich, the guys from Human Decline, so it was the other Rich, yeah. and John, and Danny, me, and I think Ron, mm-hmm. just hanging out eating pizza. Yeah. And I think it was really just them watching me do shotgun a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are we watching? Holy shit, you can throw those down. <laughs> oh, not like I used to. <laughs> I can't eat the way I used to. I was an animal. By the way, I never noticed that it showed how many views our, our playlist has. Mm-hmm. We looked at it a lot. Yeah, I went over this quite a bit. Yeah, this is actually my favorite playlist out of these out of the episodes we did. Oh, okay. This is my favorite. Cool. Um, yeah. There's not much to say about the band other than check out Dehumanized. Yeah, Queen's hardcore at its finest. <laughs> I love these guys. So now we're gonna go to the next one. Uh, this is uh, Black Wind, Fire, and Steel by Manowar. I'm not mad at you. I never knew. I, I didn't I'm realize. disappointed. Why? I could have went a million ways. I know. You could have gone a million ways. I'm only mad. One, you didn't know these guys were from New York until like three weeks ago. No, I knew <laughs> a few years ago. But mm. no, yeah, I've known them for a while now, but. It was just funny that I always thought they were like an English band or a German band. Or I something. know because because of their their look, right? 
He didn't think Ross the Boss and fucking Joey DeMeo. Yeah, well, Queens guys or and, whatever. And ironically, I, their singer's name is Eric Adams. Yeah. A current New York mayor is also named Eric Adams. We had a lot of fun at the at post, uh, post-election post in New York. And, uh, and uh, He should have played yeah. like Warriors of the World at his fucking inauguration. Ross the Boss owns like a, a batting cage on Fresh Pond Road now or something like that. So weird. I was watching a video of Joey DeMeo and uh, Michelangelo Badio uh-huh. playing like speed picking stuff together. Yeah. And then him with that stupid long piccolo bass. Yeah. So I'm like, this is why? Fucking why? Because you can. Because bass tone sounds like a queef. Because they were man of war. They are man of war. But they were they were the original D and D band for me, the fantasy band. They they were on my fantasy list, but I took them off. And they look nothing like they do in the fucking album art. No. They are gutty douchebag looking pieces of shit. You're terrible. I am. I love it. But listen, I love a good Man of War song. Listen, this is I, not it though. Scott and I used to have Man of War Mondays where we would sit together and listen to Man of War while docking. On, yeah, might as well have been. <laughs> but we were uh, no, we would. He had a little boombox. Yeah, and his in his. Uh, <laughs> he had a little boombox in his uh, in his living yes. room. <laughs> you can't pause. So we listened to Manowar on Mondays. I would come over. We had the we had Manowar Mondays, and I don't remember. I don't know if you remember uh, Slip Disc, the uh, the store in Valley Stream. I've heard of it. It's the never greatest seen it. record store ever, and it closed. Oh, excuse me, but we used to do the uh, uh, the Slip Disc Jamboree, which was uh, you know we would get together and go to Slip Disc and pick out CDs and patches and. That's cool. Pins. It was the coolest fucking See, record store in the world. I didn't have a car, so I couldn't get out to Long Island. Yeah. So we ended up going to Generation Records in the city. Okay. And like there, always, the I second I got to Generation Records, I had to shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's your <laughs> I, shit place. Yeah. There's something that about that building. Right. The second I walked in, I had to shit. Yep. I blew up that bathroom so many times. That's and funny. I, and back then, that was probably the worst my stomach had ever been. We're uh-huh. talking like mid-2000s. Was it the Crohn's or something? Well, no. Um... Because of treatment, yeah, I, I had damage to my colon. Oh, and it just and just it never healed. That's what ended up causing my colon to rupture in 2016. Uh-huh. 16, 17. Uh-huh. Early, early 17. And I was out of work for six months. But that's that damage, that initial damage in the late 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. carried over for years. And I just if I looked at food the wrong way, I was firing a stream of yeah. hot chocolate out. It was awful. What it's summer, you're not gonna eat you're not gonna have hot chocolate for a while, relax. Thank God. Relax. You're All fine. Right. Yeah, no, it was fucking terrible. Uh we spent I wanna say a good like when we went there, like two hours mm-hmm. going through CDs, finding stuff nobody else had. Oh, it's so fun, man. So our I kids will never understand that. There were two places I used to like go to go uh C D shopping. There was Generation Records mm-hmm. and Sounds of the City. Do you remember Sounds of the City? Yes. On St. Mark's? You know what mine were? Mine was uh, Slip Disc. And then on Bell Boulevard, there was a place called Breakdown Records. And they used to sell, I was young enough, you know, I, I would only have a couple of bucks. I was young. They'd have used uh, tapes. Mm-hmm. And then it became used CDs. Uh, CDs. But I, I bought uh, Deep Purple's greatest hits there. 
and it made me fall in love with Deep Purple. And this is the time when I must have been like, you know, let's say 11, 12, 13, and I would buy an album just on the album art and then find a band. That's okay. how I found a band. I haven't put them on here yet. If we do ever do a list of like, of like you know, um, rare finds, there was a band called Rumble Militia that I don't know where they were from. I had one album from them because I bought it for $2 at Breakdown. And it was the, in my head right now, it was the greatest album ever. I have to find them. And I'm going to listen to it again and find out how terrible it truly was. <laughs> so for me, Sounds of the City was my used CD place. My favorite. Okay. Because they'd get all the stuff that the crackheads stole. Okay. And they would steal it back from them? No, well, they'd buy it back at cheap. You know, they right. all the stuff that crackheads would steal from anywhere they could find it. Right. They would buy it cheap and sell it. Still pretty cheap. Yeah. So the funny thing was, like, I got promotional copies of stuff. Stuff that said, uh, not for retail. Yeah. So I paid two bucks for it. But mm -hmm. um, I had a copy of Lock and Load by Dennis Leary. Okay. It was his follow-up to No Cure for yeah. Cancer. I had a promotional copy of Lock and Load. Uh -huh. I had a promotional copy of Demanufacture. Oh, that's cool. It was it was very cool. Yeah. But it was super rare. Right, right. Um, I loved going there because you'd find random stuff. Mm -hmm. you know, you'd, you'd find oh, my, another great find. You might, you might be interested. Queensryche did an Unplugged yeah. that was never released. Why would I be interested in that? Because it was Queensryche. You know oh, like Queensryche? Nah. Really? Yeah, that's a mic, that's a mic thing. Not this mic. Yeah, different mic. Yeah. <laughs> I'd check it out. Don't get me wrong. I'd check it, was, it out. I mean, like, obviously, the, the performance of Silent Lucidity is amazing. Yeah. I think I've, I think I've heard you've, it. You've heard that. Yeah. But you've never heard the album it came from. Right. Because that was never released. They had the bootlegs of it. Yeah. At Sounds in the City. Let's see. Are they still around? And I'm looking the, up Rumble Militia right now. And then the bootleg, the bootleg guys on Astor Place. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. The Tape Traders. Like, you could buy VHS tapes of fucking concerts. Love that shit. Holy shit, these guys had a lot of albums. 42 albums. All of them eight seconds long. There's a Rumble Militia box set that came out this year. Huh? <laughs> I'm looking at Rumble Militia. A box set? The Rumble Archives box set 2023. Congratulations, Rumble Militia. <laughs> Oh, That's my God. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, uh, back to Manowar for a second. Yeah, go ahead. So my argument with this song is that it doesn't know when to end. Okay. So there's a point in this song. The song could end. But then Eric Adams starts screaming the same lyrics over again <laughs> in a super high-pitched scream. Every time you say Eric Adams, I'm like, really? <laughs> that was a little odd. <laughs> the mayor is very weird. No, um, there's just something about that part like it could have ended before that yeah and then the next part it could have ended there it could have ended and then the end it peters off yeah, yeah, it, yeah. they didn't know how to and this is my argument with some bands they don't know how to end songs yes yeah, so I, I brought that up too it's yeah, the yeah. this this could have been a two and a half minute song it's mm -hmm. 5 15 all because they didn't know when to fucking stop right 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 i gotcha and then to finish off our list yeah is October Thorns with Soulforge. Yeah. This is the other remastered song from their EP Circle Game. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that you weren't in love. Uh, no. I said uh, the recording is so New York. Again, it's got that sound, right? 
And I wrote, it's very, it's a very interesting sound, but it's not, you it's know, not yours. It's right. not what you love. Right. I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect them to be from New York. Which is funny because yeah. these are mostly Brooklyn guys with the exception of their singer, right. Paul. It's just, it's just, it's not a, a sound that I'm used to in New York, you know? It, I, I, you know, that, that, that idea that uh, a person could be one of like two things mm-hmm. and they make a choice and they go in a direction. Right. This is if, if you go, instead of going straight metal, you went progressive. Right. It's just that veer. But that's funny that this is one of those bands, like, uh, I'm going to bring up Castle Heights again. When you're at Castle and you're there to see one band and this other band comes on, you're like, well, that's weird. That would be this band. I always, I always like those bands. Yeah. I like these. No, sometimes, sometimes it was great. And I'm not saying these guys are bad either. Yeah. I'm just saying it was not what I expected. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's like that where you're sitting there and you're going, huh. Now we've reviewed one of their other songs and you I, did not enjoy that. Okay. You're like, mm. yeah. It happens. I, I think you pulled the live. snoring sound. Oh, did I? I'm I sorry. Think, no, it's fine. The thing is, but I don't think I knew you, you knew the guys. So yeah, you didn't know that at the time. Yeah. Now these now guys I feel bad because they probably if they listen, it. I I'm most, the asshole. Most likely not. Listening. Just like just like Larry and his flask. Man, they did not. They did not appreciate that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, these guys most likely not listening, but I I don't care. I'm still going to say what I feel. Right. Um, their bassist is uh, deceased. He's he's not with us anymore. Uh-huh. Uh That was that tragic bus accident. Yeah. The, their tour bus broke down. They were outside while it was being fixed, and a truck hit him. And it was them. It was him and the tour manager and the bus. Were yeah. There. And I think the guy working on it, but he survived. Uh huh. But the tour manager and Dave did not make it. Okay. Um, Joe uh, Jofu also mm-hmm. in Zandel, uh, also in Transcend. Mm-hmm. He was all over the place. He's a sound uh, audio engineer, sound guy. Right. Awesome dude. Uh, trained by a uh, drummer from Shango, whose name I forget. Right. Uh, also, my friend Louie got lessons from the same guy. So the, the guy has an acumen for teaching good drummers. Good yeah. shit. Excellent. Uh, or Sean- just regular people who can play drums. <laughs> Ow. No, what I'm wow. saying is he was a good teacher. No, he was a very good teacher. He That's was also I mean. a really good drummer. He was. Oh, okay. Shango was Shango was yeah, a that weird came out band. Re- that came out really wrong. It did. It did come it, out kind of shitty. What, what I meant was that he he, t- he was able to he take people and make them good drummers. Yeah. No, he did. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the big thing with with this band, I always it's very specifically like the end of high school, beginning of college for me. Yeah. Because that's when I I knew these guys. I knew Joe Joe Chalky from high school, and I met the other guys going to their shows, and right. they were all super warm and. They, uh, I took I took two lessons from uh, their bassist Dave. Uh, I just couldn't afford to keep going. I didn't have money. Yeah, and he was making a living off of it, so I'm not going to take advantage. Yeah, and he was he was super cool, and his knowledge base with me playing the bass was clinical. Yeah, uh, he Dave Z was a member of October Thorns ZO2. He was part of the touring company for Trans Siberian Orchestra, and his last band was. Um, Adrenaline Mob. He was the last bassist in Adrenaline Mob. Okay, that's cool. So he was. I haven't played anything for you from that album, right? But he he was an awesome bassist, straightforward rock bassist. Mm-hmm. When it was straightforward rock, progressive music, he'd go full finger tapping. Yeah, he was awesome for that. Yeah, fit the style at all times. Um, their other uh, members uh, at one point they had Dave Pando uh, playing guitar. They had Norbert. I can't remember Norbert's last name. On keyboard, I know Norbert's a weird name. We're not making fun of him. 
I didn't yet. even fucking move. I know, but I could see your eyes you No, it didn't. I, honest, honestly, I was just listening. Yeah, whatever. The only thing I was thinking about Norbert was I was trying to think of an Eddie Murphy joke, but I couldn't. Norbert. So I just held it in. Yeah. You were the one who brought it up. Because I knew you were going to say something. No! I could feel the Norbert jokes. God. Yeah, so these guys were super cool. Um, uh, there's Paula Plaka runs a radio show online somewhere. Okay. Um, I haven't heard in a while. He was it was six degrees. That's the name of the the, oh. the radio show he was running. Okay, he had interviews with some really cool guys. The guys from Spirits of Fire and a couple other guys. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad that they're actually reworking, like re remastering these songs. Yeah, not that they needed it, but updated technology, updated you yeah. know processing yeah, would be nice. And this is quintessential Brooklyn prog. You know, there isn't a lot of progressive music coming out of Brooklyn. Yeah. But these guys were a lot, a lot of, for me at that age, it was a lot of information to process at once. Yeah. And I think that's what made it so great. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you get hit with the band, you get six songs. Yeah. Yeah, six songs. I can listen to that once and you're good. These you had to listen to and you mm-hmm. had it over and over again and you pick up new things. Cool. And I always liked that. Excellent. It was always always a good time. I like it. I found the Rumble Militia album. What was it? This one. What's it called? Stop Violence and Madness. I kind of like the title. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going to hit play on this when we end this fucking podcast. I'm going nice. to it. In that case, we're going to uh, call it a day for yeah. this one. And um, oh, let's talk about uh, Unworked Apparel. Unworked Apparel on Instagram. Uh, John does custom shirts, custom artwork. He's great. Um, if you're looking for, I'm waiting on my hoodie. Uh, we just haven't settled on a design yet. I was kind of leading, letting him lead the way and I have an August shirt coming. Bastard. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, uh, John's great. If you have a design idea, you just want shirts made for a company or business, Mm -hmm. let him know. Uh, we got to talk about Acest, A-E-C-Y-S-T. You can look them up on YouTube. That's Joe from Roxy, uh, from Roxy Days Past. Jesus. Roxy. Yeah, that's where I know Joe from. That's where I met him. No, I know. It's funny because yeah, Joe from Roxy from, I don't know, within Roxy close like 2013. Was it 10 yeah. years ago already? Yeah. Holy shit. And Dennis has been gone quite a while. Yeah. Oh, my God. Miss, I miss Dennis so much. Oh, De- Dennis would tear us to shreds with what we don't know in music. I don't care. It would be great. He would literally be like, you son- I can't <laughs> believe I let you work here. <laughs> And uh, we got to talk about the Weege. The Weege on Bandcamp, W-E-E-G-E. Uh, their album, Searchlights. Pick it up. Give it a listen. If you haven't already, they're awesome. Uh, in this case, you know, look at some of these bands. Look at um, Brick by Brick and um, Full Blown Chaos. Uh, Dehumanized. Dehumanized. Human Decline. You know, I didn't put anything on here by them, but they are really awesome. Like I said, very much in the Meshuggah style of, of heavy metal. Uh, check them out. Uh, check out Shadow Demise. They are still online. Yeah. Uh, they may not be touring, but their album is out there. Our album is out there. I don't really, because of the way I left the band, I don't really take credit for anything. You know, I was part of the recording process, but that's pretty much it. Still you. I Still me. I'm still <laughs> I'm still proud of the writing I did. Uh, I still appreciate the time I had with them. It was an awesome time. Um, but check out the Weege. Uh, Luigi was a, a shadow guy. <laughs> and uh, for now, take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. What about all our stuff? No. All right. No. Hell, Alfred. No, let's let's do the normal <laughs> shit. I guess. 
On Instagram, I am Basher.exe. I'm Nugs29. We are Hit the Stage Podcast. Uh, you can find HitStagePodcast.com uh, for our podcast and anything uh, getting in touch with us. We're on every form of uh, podcasting app. Yes. And you can catch Mike and Dave Hit the Stage on YouTube. Yes. Uploaded every Monday. All right. And for now, take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Hail Halford. Hail Halford. Timmy Turner. Timmy Turner. Timmy <laughs> Turner.